This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio is a platform that helps growth-focused e-commerce brands drive more sales with super-targeted, highly relevant email, Facebook, and Instagram marketing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Kate Bradley Chernis. She is the CEO of Lately, an AI-powered social media writing software that can be found at trylately.com. So we're going to talk about social media and maybe AI and just who knows what else. Kate, thanks for joining me. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. How are you? Great. So I said you were the CEO of Lately, but like most people that come on this show, you had a life before Lately. So maybe tell us, how how did you get here? Yeah, um, it seems so long ago, doesn't it? But um, so in another other life, I was a rock and roll DJ, John. <laughs> well, you know, I had a little hint because I think you're, I was looking uh, up your Skype handle and it had something, it had music in it. So uh, I, I had a little hint uh, there. Outlandos, right? Because I'm a huge Andy Summers fan. So this so this tells you how old I am. I am. I'm in my, my mid-40s and I'm a ginormous police fan. And Andy Summers is a great guitar player. So um, I, I opted or co-opted Outlandos for the name of my first marketing agency. <laughs> awesome. So... So you ran an agency, well, you were a rock and roll DJ, you ran an agency, and did you, um, like a lot of people, kind of stumble into Lately because it, it you needed a solution for something? Yeah, exactly, right. So so um, I, like, how I got from, I was actually at XM, so broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day, right, crazy town, um, but, but how I got from radio to marketing is a little bit of a longer story, so I'll just jump, jump into time. Um, so here I was with a marketing agency and my first client was Walmart. And it was an interesting collaboration because it was Walmart with United Way Worldwide, National Disability Institute, they had AT&T involved and Bank of America and the IRS and tens of thousands of small and medium businesses. So suddenly I was like, wow, this is like a complete giant mess. I built us this monster spreadsheet and my boss is like, oh, you got to show that to the team. Because I had just built it at first for my own brain, like sort this out. And um, the spreadsheet system that I built ended up getting us 130% ROI year over year for three years. So lately is the automation of that, right? Um, so it's the idea to give you the ability to do what I did for Walmart through the use of AI for way less money and in a fraction of the time. Yeah. So let's talk about the AI part. You know, everybody's talking about AI, but I think everybody has a different idea of what it means, how it actually works. I mean, is it really a computer or is it just a bunch of people, you know, in a building somewhere that are spitting out this stuff to look like a, you know, artificial intelligence? Because I think, I think there's, I think we're in a sort of a transition period where all of that's on, on the table. So the risk of sounding like an ad for lately, I, I do want you to explain how does it work? Yeah, for sure. And you're right. I mean, so really in the scope of AI, just to back up, like we're, we're at the baby, baby, baby steps. If there's a, if, if AI was a human, we're like, you know, not even toddlers, we're like infants here. Um, and there's autonomous AI, which is like true machine learning. And then there's pseudo AI, which is where the machine still needs a human to kind of move things along, which is really where, where, you know, we are as a race for the most part. Um, but with lately, the way it works is we, um, first of all, when you connect all of your social channels, um, we go ahead and we look at a year's worth of content. This happens instantly. And we're looking at everything you've published and we're analyzing 
all of the words, all the keywords that resonated with your highest engaging posts. And we're looking to replicate that model. So we extract short form content from long form content. So short form in this case being social media posts, long form could be anything that has text. It could be a book, a newsletter, a blog, a press release. It could also be anything that we transform into text for you, like a podcast like this or a webinar or a video, right? And so as we're looking at those long-form content, we're looking for the similar patterns and keywords that we found already resonate with your audience. And we also then start to learn from your analytics and suggest additional keywords as you go forward. So there's um, a coupling between the human and the AI, right? So it's um, very much a partnership where we give you the opportunity to not only curate what words we're looking for, but then um, enhance the content with that magical human touch that, that only you and I and the rest of the humans have, John, right? Like, so putting that emotional compo component in there. So that gets you to that uh, one plus one equals three magical scenario. Yeah. So, so the promise then is, let's say mm -hmm. I have a transcript of 3000 words of this podcast. The promise then is mm -hmm. that the tool, the platform can actually turn that into a bunch of tidy little social type posts and, and put it in a platform that would actually allow me to schedule those posts. Is that, is that a good summation? Yeah, exactly. So from from this podcast, you might get 100 social posts, and they're, they're drafts, right? So uh, we start you at third base, and about 60% will be ready to go. But the other 40% requires a little human touch. So you might want to trash them, or you might want to be like, oh, I just want to you know, finagle one word here, and it's going to be ready to rock. And then we do give you the ability to publish those posts across your various social platforms as well, yeah. So let's say I'm a person that likes to read lots of blogs and, and news sources, and so I've actually aggregated them into some sort of reader. Uh, could uh, Theoretically, could the tool then take that feed and produce a lot of content from other people's content? Yes, we do that automatically. So you can add an RSS feed, and every time a new blog is posted there, it automatically generates a pile of content just waiting for you in a in a holding pattern. So whenever you come back to the platform, it's ready for your, for your eyeball. Okay, so I'm sure there are a lot of listeners who are thinking, oh, this is great. I can just automate everything. I'll have hundreds of posts that I can just spray everywhere. Um, and I can also see, I mean, from my standpoint, I, five years ago, I would have thought, yeah, that's, that's how I'm going to get all this kind of stuff out there. I think people, you know, because there's such a flood of content, now, um, how do you make that type of practice useful today? So instead of just, yeah, I can schedule this stuff for two years out and never have to think about it. There's not, you know, there's no real thought of engagement. It's just published content. I mean, how, how do you stay away from that trap of just producing, you know, stuff that nobody actually looks at? Sure. Well, a couple of ways. So number one, this is not just automation, it's AI. So it's actually compelling, relevant content. We're researching specifically what your audience is already raising its hand, saying like, I want to engage with this content and analyzing that for you. Um, so it's high quality content. And that's the big difference. This is where everyone's been making the mistake in the past, right? So more is unavoidable. We all have to do more. We want more, 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 more. We've already gone down this path. And the only way to be good at more is to cut through the noise with quality. Doing what I did for Walmart as a human alone, no one could possibly do what I had done 10 years ago now because it's 
it, 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 everything is just growing, 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 right? So you need the coupling of the AI. And that distinction of the quality is an important thing. So Lately is, is not a social marketing tool. Lately is a content writing tool, an AI-powered content writing tool. We focus on making marketers better writers, and we help them do that at scale. So let's use, because I'm sure you've seen lots of ways that people have used it very effectively. Uh, let's talk about mm -hmm. uh, a couple, um, and I already mentioned this, uh, as a podcaster, um, so, you know, I, I produce a transcript of this show. It produces three to 5,000 words per show. Um, we <laughs> do publish that for, you know, in a lot of ways for SEO purposes, but I could certainly see a tool like yours being able to turn around the quality bits of that, uh, in a way that would actually help a podcaster attract, uh, more listeners. But now I'm putting words in your mouth. How, how would you see a podcaster <laughs> effectively use that this? Was for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so exactly, you've got the point. I mean, so one of the things that it touched on, whether it's a podcast or any other kind of use, is that um, the beauty of Lately is giving you, let's just say, 50 social posts from your podcast that are all different, still pointing back to the link of your of your podcast. And this is important because, um, so if you heard there's that old marketing adage about winking in the dark, right? So not marketing is like winking in the dark, get it, right? And so these days, actually, the similar equivalent is marketing once or twice, meaning publishing one Twitter post, you might as well be winking in the dark. Who the heck is reading that? Never. Like, really? You have to publish multiple in, in tens, like, you know, 10 or 20 a day to hope that I'm going to see that. Because what, what are the chances, right? Similarly, if you think about um, – you know, marketing, like in radio, back to radio, we used to play the same, not saying this was good, but this is how it was. You play the same song 300 times in one week with the hope that you would absorb it and listen it and, and remember it, right? Um, in marketing, that used to be seven times you would have to hear, read, or see an ad for you to absorb it. These days, it's 12 to 14 times. So I have to hope that you somehow see my ad 12 to 14 times before it's going to sink in with you. And again, the only way to do that is through quantity, but then you have to have the, the quality as well. So if I just sent you the same 40 social posts pointing to your podcast, I'm spamming you. We hate that. But if I give you 40 different access points, what we found is that not only are you able to reach new and greater audiences because different messages about your podcast resonate with different people, um, but even the same people will start to share your content in a greater way because they start getting excited about it. Um, and, and one of the ways that's, that we found our, our customers are, are using lately to grow their audiences and to get that impact is by literally like tagging the person you're interviewing. So if you, John, Sell, were, were using lately to auto-generate content from this podcast, you're going to get out all these quotes, right? So it's looking for the most compelling quotes of what you and I are saying because there's some gold in here. And then it's going to automatically add a short link to your podcast on the back of it, plus the hashtag or whatever. And you can automatically tag me as well. So here's the beauty is that if you publish those 40 posts once every week for the next 40 weeks, the chances of me retweeting your post are super high. I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers. And this allows you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. There's powerful segmentation, email autoresponders that are ready to go, great reporting. 
You want to learn a, bit, a little bit about the secrets to building customer relationships? They've got a really fun series called Clavio's Beyond Black Friday. It's a docu-series, a lot of fun, quick lessons. Just head on over to Clavio.com Beyond BF, Beyond Black Friday. Yeah, and I, and and even if you have a smaller following that really you know, actually reads your Twitter post, I I think the compelling idea here is that you're actually let's say they catch five of them, they're catching a story as opposed to oh you know there's another like read my stuff. Yeah, totally. Like we had a customer, um, David Allison. He wrote this amazing book called Value Graphics, which is like the death of demographics. It's the idea of grouping people by what they value, which is brilliant. And so he used to have a marketing team. He would pay them $3,000 a month. He fired them. He purchased lately. And when he released his book um, on a Monday, by noon, he was number one on Amazon's bestseller global list. And he gives lately all the credit. And that was his book. He was writing the chapters through through the generator. You know? We ran the actual cool. like PDF uh, of a document. Uh, yeah. Through it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. By the way, we have customers now who start – who are actually optimizing their content for the generator. So they'll, they've asked me, like, how do they write a blog so that more and more posts will get picked up? Which is interesting. They want to game, they want to game the AI. I love it. <laughs> so let's talk <laughs> about another use case. Um, a, a business, uh, let's, uh, I, I'll give you an example. Sure. Um, this is going to be a hard one for you, um, but uh, let's say a remodeling <laughs> contractor. So it's a local business, but you know they're pretty good size. They've got fifty employees, and uh, you know do millions of dollars worth of remodels in their uh, community. Is a tool like this something that that could benefit them? For a contractor, you know, I'm going to probably say say no unless they happen to be a thought leader who is producing a ton of content, right? So if they have a website with tons of of content on resources for home buyers, and the content is long form, so blogs, videos, podcasts, then they're going to be a great candidate for us. Um, but if they don't already have those pieces in mind, I mean, what we found is that it's so interesting, John, like, so, so people hate writing. Marketers hate writing, which is also kind of interesting. Um, they just don't want to do it. And there's this strange thing where they, 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 they want to do nothing so bad. They just want to be, push a button and, and be done with it. But marketing cannot ever work that way, right? Marketing only works when you, there's an emotional connection tied to it. You like me, you buy my thing. That's the end of it. You like my, there's some kind of liking happening or, or um, sympathy, empathy. And um, it's funny because like, you know, people buy QuickBooks, for example, and you sit down and you have to do some work to get QuickBooks to work for you. But with marketing, people are like, well, why can't I just push the button and have it done? And you're like, well, (laughs) there is a reason people have a degree in this. Um, So that's the the way we've learned to kind of filter out our customers is, um, you know, by the ones who understand that, like, they have a team in place. They have, they've already educated themselves to the fact that the work is part of the deal. So let's talk about the platforms then. Have you found that, you know, we already mentioned Twitter. I'm going to go with Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, maybe even YouTube. Um, you can throw anything else in there. You want to Pinterest maybe. Um, have you found that, that, that your tool does particularly well? Well, let me ask this two ways. Does you, do you find that your tool, the AI does particularly well on certain platforms? Or, or you just merely find that you actually need to personalize for the platform? Yeah. So the AI will work on any platform because it 
the learning capabilities are the same across the board and they're applicable to no matter where it is um, because it's learning for that specific audience of that platform. Um, but there certainly are tweaks, right? So, so um, you can have it create content for the different platforms, or you can say, I want to clone this uh, thing that I made for Pinterest on LinkedIn, that kind of thing. So you have a lot of, you know, options where then the AI is letting go at that point. That's where the human is kind of coming in and making those decisions. For sure, LinkedIn is having a moment with the world right now. I mean, if you're not um, actively doing social organic on LinkedIn, you are missing out. I can't even believe it. I mean, this is how we got Gary Vee to be our customer. Um, thank you, Jesus. That was a super awesome day. Um, but like, you know, so we're, we're actively pushing our customers to really enhance their LinkedIn and to promote and publish more there. Um, and then it's interesting because like if someone, I heard somebody say, Oh, Twitter is dead. And like, it is not dead. Um, it's just as mighty as before. It's just different. And really the SEO capability of Twitter, I feel is as powerful as ever. It's a little bit different in Instagram, Facebook land, right? Because that's so image driven and that's not where our, our forte is. You can add images to lately for sure, but we're focused on the writing, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're definitely watching the, this across all, we have, you know, data across all of our customers. We're watching to see um, even across the industries of our customers who's having greater uptake against which channels and, um, there is some ebb and flow, and again, it relates to either photos specifically or, um, like I said, just trends, like LinkedIn being a, a great place for organic. But, um, you know, John, the other thing I should say is we one of the one of the requests we we used to get all the time, and we don't so much anymore, is when are you going to integrate with paid advertising? Because of course, organic and paid is connected. But we just stuck a stake in the sand, and we stopped doing our own paid ads. We do 100% organic, all dog fooding our own product. Um, dog fooding, for those who don't know, means like when you you use your own thing to do your your own thing. <laughs> so so we decided to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak, and we've seen an incredible uptick in our own sales, leads, and ability to generate sales, and we have a 50% conversion from trial to sale. And the reason we do is because by the time we pitch our leads. They're already warm because we only pitch leads who like, comment, and share our social. And we use the social to get those people because we're able to do it at scale. And I'm just a little company, you know? Yeah. Um, let me ask one more thing about, say, a larger organization. <clears throat> Are they able to segment? So, in other words, they may have different product groups or different service offerings or different target markets altogether. Um, have you been able to effectively allow them to you know meet all those objectives yeah so one of our favorite features is called campaign tags and it allows you to tag all of your content any way you like and this comes from like my spreadsheet days so secretly i am on the outside i'm a rock and roller but on the inside i'm like an organized nerd and i think that martha stewart and marie kondo are the end all be all and i've been doing my underwear doors for years long before marie um came along. And 
so organizing is really big for us. And we found that it was our second most used feature was this ability to literally tag your content and organize it. So for example, say you wanted to see all of your social posts pertaining to your Easter blog campaign, you can literally click a button and it, and it does that for you. And it'll even actually roll up every piece of content by campaign. So you can see all of the social posts, links, images, videos, whatever you want um, that went along with, you know, Volvo's end of the year sale, for example. Awesome. So Kate, tell people where they can find out <clears throat> more about uh, Try Lately. And I know that you have a, <laughs> you have a, uh, um, a trial period, I think, that uh, they can uh, actually kick the tires a little. Yeah, we, we actually just 86 that in the new year. Sorry, but, um, you know, anybody can always ask me for a favor and I'll probably say yes. Um, but it's www.trylately.com. And so the best part, John, is on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, we do a free um, webinar and it is super duper fun. It's open to the public where we go over um, some of our top features, but there's an open Zoom channel. So there's lots of chat. There's lots of marketing advice. And then once a month, actually, I get on. And I do a writing class showing people exactly how um, to get that 70% increase engagement by adding a little human touch to their lately AI. And it's, it's super fun. So I hope everyone will, will come. Awesome. We'll have obviously links in the show notes. So Kate, thanks for uh, yep. stopping by. I know we t took us a while to get this, uh, <laughs> get this one uh, on the books, but I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll run into you next time I'm up in the Hudson Valley. John, you're cool as heck. Thank you so much. Rock and roll. 